Hey, it's Jessica Dirksen, and you are listening to the True to You podcast, the place to be to get the tools to live your life by design so that you can be the person you want to be and live a life that you love. What is up, everyone? You are listening to the True to You podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Dirksen, and today I'm talking to one of my very own coaches and mentors, Stacy Berger. Stacy has been mentoring entrepreneurs since 2005 in marketing operations, human resources, and finances. She has served countless operations of all sizes, grow in size, scale, and revenue with foundational tools and principles that apply to any business. She combines a powerful corporate career with a life coaching certification and six years serving thousands as a life coach. Her passion is working with ambitious people to get clear on their vision and apply specific mindset and practical tools to experience full spectrum success to reach and continue to grow in a life they love living. Stacy's heart-centered approach to sustainable full spectrum success will launch you into a higher level of thinking, open up more possibilities, and result in positive outcomes in your life and business. You can rely on Stacy's experience with business success principles, mindset tools, and practical life coaching concepts to help you achieve your goals. And I am a witness. I have been through her coaching and let me tell you, it was incredible and a game changer in my life. Hey, Stacy, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, it's so good to be here, Jessica. What an honor. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. So for everyone listening, I know Stacy. Stacy's my coach. <laughs> she has helped me so much. So I'm excited for everyone to hear about who you are and just to chat with you today and learn more about you. Oh, well, Jessica, let me just say, it's been so fun to watch your journey and to see where you're at and the impact that you're making and how many lives that you're touching. So I am so proud of of (laughs) you and and it's just an honor to be here today. Thank you. So tell everyone who you are um, and what you're up to in the world. Okay. So my name is Stacey Berger. I am a certified life and business coach and I really help people not only get clear on their vision and their goals, where they want to go, but then I work with a proven system of transformation to really help navigate the gap between where you are and where you want to be. So helping people in coaching programs, workshops, uh, live events, keynotes, and that's just my life work is really helping people live lives they love. Yes, I know that. Love it. And how, Stacey, did you get into this coaching world? Because you haven't done it, you know, your whole life. You've had a whole other career before, right? Yeah. So my business, my business, my background is business management and marketing. So I was in the corporate ladder, had um, climbed the corporate ladder. I was managed a marketing department for about five years and then ran a company. So was a general manager for an organization where we raised investment capital, bank financing, we bought businesses, and then we partnered with entrepreneurs in those businesses and really mentored them in both the operations as well as we financed them. And I loved the company, loved the philosophy, was a very employee-centric organization, and, and it was just really fun to grow up within that company. And then there, you know, my life started to change. I had started having babies and became a mom. 
And so my priorities started to shift a little bit. But the other really uh, key thing that happened for me was inside the industry, there was lots of changes going on and the dynamics of the company really started to change. And it was uh, just things happening that didn't align with my core values anymore. And I, I'm very growth, minds, uh, growth minded. I love grow, grow, grow. And that started to go away. So I wasn't able to make the impact I wanted to make. So I just started to feel this discontent. But personally, what was happening, my husband's a stay-at-home dad. I've got now three kids. So I've got to put food on the table, pay our mortgage. And I'm sure lots of people can relate to that just feeling stuck, like you can't make a change. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that was going on for me is I love personal development, love spiritual development. And so I felt like I had these two different worlds. I had the business and the corporate, and then there was personal development me. And it, it started to feel like I couldn't be my authentic self at work mm -hmm. as well. So lots of stuff going on. And, and one day I just made a decision that enough's enough. I, I wanted to do work that I loved. I wanted to have more time freedom with my family. And so I made a big, bold decision and, and walked away from that corporate career. And wow. it was so scary, <laughs> as you can imagine, and went on a bit of a a journey about what's next. What does that look like? Uh, I actually hired a coach, a career coach to help me get that clarity and really quickly just discovered life coaching. And it was pretty new then. I mean, I think now everybody has heard of or knows what life coaching what is, yeah. but um, so that was over six years ago now. So I became certified as a life coach and get to combine my love of business and personal development and um, been doing that full time for the last six years. Awesome. So a long version of the story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when you saw, that must have been like a huge leap and really scary to go from, you know, you need your income to not working at all. Yeah. Absolutely. But putting, like, how do you, how did you know you had to put yourself first? Like you knew that, you know, it's the, like, what was your thought process to actually go through with it? Yeah, that's a really great question. For me, I've always been the person that if people came to me and said, I'm not happy, I would look at them and I would say, well, then do something about mm -hmm. it. And I found myself in this conversation of, I'm not happy, I'm not happy, I'm not happy. And here I was not doing anything about it. And so there was a bit of a wake up call. And, you know, I was doing what most people would do. Well, you know, when the kids are older, when we have more money, when, and I, I was waiting for kind of those outside circumstances to change. So it'd feel more practical for me to make a decision and and I was spinning in that for so long. And there was just this one day, Jessica, it was like, um, it was just this moment. It was a regular day. Jeff and I are sitting on the couch. We're having a conversation and I'm playing that, oh, what am I going to do? And I'm not happy. And all of a sudden it was, it was like something just hit me over the head and said, wake up. Like, what are you doing? Why are you waiting? It's time. Mm -hmm. And it was just in a moment, really, I, I made a decision. I started that process. And once I made that decision, and I teach about the power of decision, that's when doors started to open. And yeah, not without the fear, that's for sure. 
Yeah, absolutely. So can we talk a little bit about fear? So I'm lucky because I've, I heard Stacy talk once about fear and I just fell in love with her. And I think I like grabbed you at this event that we were at. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like you were speaking to my soul, <laughs> but I, you're a great speaker, of course. So I would love to talk a little bit about fear and your experience with fear. Yeah. Fear. Fear is such a, an important part of life. And, and we talk about befriending fear. So if you think about fear, what it is, it's the edge of our comfort zone. It's, it's taking us beyond what we've done before. And so the moment that we want to grow, we want to do something that's unfamiliar, what rises up inside of us is, is that fear to try and keep us in our comfort zone, to try to keep us stuck. And the important thing to recognize about fear is when I think when we think about fear, we think uh, jumping out of an airplane and you know you want to throw up or you're feeling like <laughs> paralyzed. The thing to know about fear though is fear often disguises itself as practicality. So fear will be sneaky and it's not going to say, Hey, I'm here to kill your dreams. I'm here to make sure you never find love again. It says things like, yeah, you know, that's a really great idea, but let's start tomorrow. Um, you know, it's a, a busy time right now. We'll get going in January. You know, yeah, you can take that action. You can do that thing, but let's go through our inbox or let's get the laundry done first. So it delays <laughs> us and it distracts us and it just, it'll do whatever it can to try to keep us from doing the thing that's going to move us forward. And so when we start to really become more aware of that little voice in our head and noticing it, we can start to override it. And it's only in the overriding of that fear that we actually start to, to grow. Um, but fear does not go away. So if you're waiting for it to be a good time, you know, I was waiting, I wanna, I was waiting for the right time and for it to be more practical. And those two things never show up. So, um, but when we can start to recognize, okay, here, here it is trying to keep me stuck. Then, and we have, if you've got the right tools, you can override that. And, and that's, it's on the other side of that fear. That's really where the growth is and the fun mm -hmm. starts. So would you say the first thing to really overcome fear is that awareness piece, like being aware of, is this fear showing up for me, right? Like you said, just going through my inbox, procrastination. Yes. Trying to do all the things except for the important stuff. Yeah. So it's yeah, having a really crystal clear goal or vision. That's number one, because in the absence of having that goal, we're just spinning in our current condition, circumstance, mm -hmm. results. So, but once you have that clear goal and that clear vision, it's exactly what you said. Start to be more aware of that inner voice of what you're thinking, how you're feeling. Are these actions in alignment with where I want to go? And that awareness, without the awareness, we can't transform it. So even just to have the awareness is definitely where to start. Mm -hmm. I love it. So Stacey, when you started coaching, was it just like, boom, per, you know, you got all the clients right away. Was it like a rock star start for you? Oh, good question. <laughs> so, uh, rock star start, no. Um, so I'm going to say yes and no. I'm so blessed. I've, you know, have incredible mentors. I feel like I had really, really great direction and support right out of the gate. And so I did start seeing some results right away. 
But what I'm going to add to that is I worked so hard <laughs> and it was this real efforting. I had a one-year-old, a three-year-old and a five-year-old at home and wow. I was working 24 seven. Like it was not <laughs> healthy. And so much so that within that first six months, I actually found myself in the hospital. Like I just, you know, uh, burnt myself out. Um, that fear was operating me. How am I going to pay my bills? What have I done? Who am I? Um, lots of that imposter syndrome in the first little bit. And so, yeah, it was a tough ride. So did I see some results right away? Absolutely. Uh, did they come easily? No, they did not. <laughs> and again, I'm so grateful for my structures of support because, you know, sitting in that hospital bed, I went, I can't do it this way. Like, I love mm -hmm. what I'm doing, but not this way. And I was really able to make some changes and, and shifts mostly within me uh, to put some better structures around myself so I could have, I went into this for more freedom and flexibility with my kids <laughs> and here I'm working even more hours. Um, but after that experience, I just said, no, this has to happen differently and, and made some changes. And I'm so grateful for that because I've got this incredible uh, flexibility and balance now. It's not perfect, uh, but it's pretty darn good. I love it. So what about if there's listeners, you know, listening that are kind of in that spot where they are unhappy in their career, they're unhappy in their job or whatever situation, whether it's a career relationship, whatever it is, and they keep thinking, I'm not happy. I need to get out. I need something new. I need something different. What kind of, you know, tips or advice would you share with them? What's like one or two steps they should take today to make that first step to change? Oh, I love it. And first of all, I think to recognize that that part of you that wants more, that wants to grow, that wants to change, that is life seeking expression through you. So pay attention because if we don't pay attention to life signals, they just get louder and they get more intense and it starts to show up, you know, you've heard the expression, we get the little tickle on the cheek and then we get the kind of the two by four and then we hit the brick wall. <laughs> and you don't want to wait for the divorce, for the diagnosis, for the catastrophe to make a change. So listen to life soft signals. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, take some time and really ask yourself, what would I love? And if I'm not happy here, what would I want to be doing? And if you don't know what that is, just start to get curious. You know, when are you the most happy? What books do you love to read? What conversations light you up? Um, and just going back to that daydreaming that we used to do when we were kids and, and starting to ask that question, what would I love and, and where do I want to be? And really starting to clarify that vision is really important. So mm -hmm. that's where I would say to start today. Absolutely. And that question, what would I love and creating a vision was an absolute game changer for me. And, you know, now people that I talk to and work with, and it is so huge because, you know, if you don't have, if you don't know where you want to go, you're never going to get there. Right. And so that question was huge for me. And I ask myself it all the time. So even I do it in, you know, the big sense of my goals from three years from now, but even on a monthly basis. What do I want to see at the end of October? What would I love to see? And when I started doing that, like life shifts in a totally different way, right? And you start, because you see it all the time, you think about it and you read it and then you 
make decisions that align with the, those goals that you're trying to to achieve in the life that you would love. So that is huge. That's a huge game changer. And what happens for most people, Jessica, is they get so focused and this is where I was. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Let me tell you all the things I don't like about my job, mm -hmm. my relationship, my body. And we spin in what we don't want. And wherever we're placing our energy and our attention, we create more of that experience. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I say pay attention to what you don't want because it's really important feedback, but don't stay there. Yeah. Use that to help you get more clear about what you do want. And then absolutely, you'll start seeing opportunities and doors will open because your attention and your energy is now on what I do want to create. Mm -hmm. Instead of focusing on what you don't want. I love it. Oh my gosh. There's so much I want to talk about with you because so I watch everyone has to follow Stacy on social media because you put up the best videos. And one of the videos that you put up recently was so good. It was probably about a month ago. And I think it was kind of around relationships and it was, you know, you're looking you're looking out the window. I'm, I'm pretty sure this was a video. I'm trying to say, was this like a, a personal conversation? <laughs> but no. And you know, you're looking at your partner out the window and you guys have maybe not been getting along and thinking, how would you want to feel looking at them cutting the grass or something? Yeah. Am I making sense what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, know exactly. <laughs> okay. I know what you're talking about. And shifting your mindset about your you know, we put so much blame on other people, whether it's a relationship, a coworker, and you spoke to this, you know, being able to shift your mindset, what would you, how do you want to feel when you look at them or, you know, what kind of reaction would you want? And that was huge for me. That video just has stuck with me for like this last month or two since it's been out. And I don't know if you can want to dive deeper into that because I probably yeah. watched it. Well, you're, you've got it. And so this particular client, she was you know, feeling bitter towards her husband and things weren't going good. And in the, we were having a conversation and, and he happened to be out mowing the grass and she's talking about what he's not doing. And so we reconnected to the vision. Well, what would you love in your relationship? And if that's how it, it was, if you were living that relationship, how would you feel right now? And she looked out the window at him and she said, I would be really grateful that he's, he's cutting the grass. Mm -hmm. And you could just feel the complete shift in her energy. It went from here's what's not going good to here's what I'm grateful for. And gratitude being such a powerful emotion and transformational tool is all of a sudden, well, now I'm looking for what I'm grateful for in my job, coworker, spouse. I pull more of that out of them mm -hmm. and I'm more... Uh, aware of all the things I have to be grateful for. And like you said, Jessica, just that little shift in mindset, it changes what you see. It changes how you feel. It changes how you show up mm -hmm. and produces a completely different result. Yeah. And what I love about that so much is that we put so much blame on other people, you know, your partner, your spouse, your coworker, whoever it is, you put all this blame and the relationship that he didn't change, right? This client, he didn't change what she thought and how she felt changed by looking using that gratitude and i think there's so all the time we can really look in ourselves and see what what kind of mindset shift do i need how do i need to change when i see this person because it's not usually them that needs to change it's how we how we're, re, we're acting and reacting and so that was what was so powerful and i just loved loved that and especially on the planet right now, when we're looking at this divided world and mm -hmm. we're saying, how do I make the world a better place? 
Well, it starts with us and what you just said, when I change, the world changes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's us doing our own work. Yeah, absolutely. So Stacey, I have to ask you, I love asking people this. What is one or maybe two, however many things that you would tell yourself, your younger self, before you even became a coach, before maybe even you knew what coaching was, like, what would you go back and be able to tell yourself knowing what you know now? Mm, oh, that's a great question. I would probably say the first thing I'm going to say, the first thing that came up to my, uh, my mind was worry less. Um, just not, don't take life so seriously. Mm-hmm. And um, I look back and had lots of great success and climbed that corporate ladder and, um, but probably could have had a little bit more fun and been a little bit more easy with myself in doing it. So yeah, I would say worry less and have a little more fun. Oh, I love that. I've never heard that answer. Oh. That's awesome. Okay, Stacy. so everyone is gonna create a vision now. They're gonna ask themselves what would they love? Clarity, gain clarity. This is where you made the biggest difference in my world was gaining clarity around everything that I wanted and getting really specific. So when someone's creating a vision, how specific do they need to be? Mm, There's actually a universal law called the law of specificity. So if you were to say something like, well, I want to travel more. And you think about going to Air Canada or American Airlines or whatever and say, okay, I'd like a ticket to travel more. They can't (laughs) give you that ticket. So if you think about, okay, well, where do you want to travel and how often travel more? Is that one week? Is that six weeks? We all have a different image of that. And the best example is if you were building a house, you, you need a blueprint. You can't go to a builder and say, build me a nice house because each one of us has a different version of what a nice house would be. You have to tell them, here's how many bedrooms and here's the windows and here's the size of my walk-in closet. And the, you have to be very, very specific. Mm-hmm. And if you think about you're building your life blueprint and you're giving the blueprint out to the universe so it can, it wants to say yes to you. It's always saying yes to you. But the clearer your blueprint, the, the better it can fulfill that. And so specificity is really, really important. Um, but more than specificity is the emotion of it, really being able to see yourself and feel yourself in that life and that emotion and that feeling is our vibration. And if we talk about the law of attraction and what's actually beneath the law of attraction is the law of vibration mm-hmm. and it's our vibration or how we're feeling. That's what we're attracting into our life. So the more you can see and feel yourself in that life, that's really um, the key. So it's not just about writing down this vision. It's about visualizing the vision and feeling it and being in that vision. Absolutely. Yeah. Emotionalizing it. Oh, I love it so much. Um, Stacey, is there anything coming up for you? Anything you're working on exciting that people should know about? Yeah, I've always got lots on the go. (laughs) Social. Um, What I would say just to the the point of the vision, and I know this is a piece of a lot of people struggle with because we're, we were told at a young age, stop daydreaming, be practical, be realistic. And so it's, it's a muscle that a lot of us haven't used. So I actually have a free download to help people put pen to paper. And I would love to offer that to your listeners so we can put the link, but it's 
it's a 30 minute visualization, um, interactive um, audio just to really help you get that clarity so that you can live a life you love. I love it. What is like your top tip to live your life you love? Oh, when people <laughs> ask me if I could, if there's one piece of advice or one thing you could, I could start doing to make the greatest change, I would say it's gratitude. Mm-hmm. I yeah. second that. Yeah. Really so starting your day with what am I grateful for, going to bed with what am I grateful for. And, and the more we're in gratitude, we're noticing what's going right and we attract more of that. So mm-hmm. if you're going to do anything, um, have a practice, not just a practice of gratitude, make it a way of life. Mm-hmm. I love it. I actually, a friend of mine just told me about an app called I Am. I don't know if you've heard, have you heard about this app? It's amazing. It sends you affirmations like during the day and you can customize it a little bit. So things like that you want to focus on that you're grateful for all that. Anyway, so for everyone listening, get this app because it was, it's really great. Like during the day, it just sends you a positive affirmation to just kind of remind you of the things to love about yourself and your life and to be grateful for. So I'll check it out. (laughs) Um, Awesome. Stacey, where can everyone find you? Social. So Instagram, Stacey A. Berger. So S-T-A-C-E-Y-A-B-E-R-G-E-R. And on Facebook, I'm ever expanding. So Stacey Berger or ever expanding. And then YouTube, I do a weekly video like Jessica mentioned. So lots of just little three to five minute tips and tools and strategies on mindset. Um, So yeah, check that out as well. Yes, check it out. They are great, great videos. And Stacey, any last words before you go? Uh, I would just say, Jessica, you are a walking testimonial about vision-based living and what can happen when you really get clear on that vision. And then when you back that vision up with action. Action. Um, So it's not enough just to visualize. I know that's all we had time for today, but you've got to back that up with action. And, and so I just know that if people really follow that, anything is possible. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Stacey, for being here. Thanks for having me. If you like what you hear on the Trudy podcast, hit subscribe and head over to our website at the and learn more about what we do.